0: Welcome, friend. Thank you so much for joining me in the studio. You're listening, of course, to Bible Tract Echoes, but there may be some that are listening for the very first time and they say, what is this? Why is this radio station on the air? Well, of course, one of our desires is to edify the saint, to talk to Christians just like you, and to encourage you to know more about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and encourage you next to evangelize the lost. That's another purpose for this radio station. It's been amazing to see over these past few months how many people have come to know the Lord specifically and because of this radio program. It it truly, it warms my heart, of course, but I know it causes the angels in heaven to rejoice. Can I tell you another desire of my heart is to encourage you I don't want to leave you today feeling more down than you were at the beginning. I want to lift you up, but the way I want to do that, I want to lift Christ up. When we pick our head up and we look at the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Bible calls him Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father. When we look at him, we can't help but be encouraged to know that he is our God. But let me ask you, friend, is he your God? You know, I'm holding in my hand a gospel tract that kind of asks the same question. It says this right here on the front, heaven and hell. What about eternal life? What about eternal life? That's a good question. Well, this gospel tract, I know I use the term eye-catching a lot, but this one is red. This one is scarlet red. Just imagine, uh, take a fire engine, a fire truck, and just darken that beautiful red color just a little bit. Get that scarlet tone in there. And that's what this gospel tract looks like. And in big letters on the front, heaven and hell. And the question, what about eternal life? That's a great question. Is he... The king of kings, the Lord of lords that I just referenced, is he king and lord of your life? If you don't know him or you say, I'm just not sure, then when we ask that question, heaven or hell, you might be on the wrong side of the answer. I hope you're not. If you'd like to get some of this gospel tract and maybe dive into that question for yourself, you can go to BibleTractsInc.org. BibleTracksInc.org. If you have more questions and you say, hey, what must I do to be saved? I really don't know. Heaven or hell? King of Kings? I have no idea what you're talking about, but I want to know more. You can text me right now and I will respond to you. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I have so many folks text in, it takes just a little while for me to get through all of them. But you send me a text, I promise you, I will get back to you. Here's that phone number. Are you ready? Grab your phone, just start a brand new text message, and you text whatever you'd like. Ask me a question. If you have a comment, a critique, a concern, I want to hear that too. But if you want to know what must I do to be saved, that, I guarantee you, that will go to the top of the list. I'll respond to that ASAP. Here's that phone number 309. 3167240 one more time that's 309 3167240 now we have much to cover today we're in the book of Luke chapter 8 we began yesterday with this theme how to change lives or how to change a life? We're going to answer that question in part today. Let's begin in Luke chapter 8, verse number 1. And it came to pass afterward that he, we're speaking, of course, of Jesus. I don't know if there's a better subject for us to be talking about here on the Bible Tracked Echoes radio broadcast, that he went throughout every city and village, preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God, and the 12 were with him. And certain women, which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others which ministered unto him of their substance. Verse 4. And when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city, he spake by a parable. A sower fell on the good ground, and sprang up in bare fruit and a hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Let's pause there for just a moment. Imagine, imagine with me that you were in that crowd. Think about it. You're looking up and you see Jesus. And he's there speaking. He's speaking what seems to be almost a normal tone, but his voice is carrying so amazingly. There's the crush of people around you, but you're ignoring them. It's like they don't even exist. You're listening. You're hanging on every word. And at the end of his exhortation of this parable, he cries with a loud voice and says, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Now imagine this, that you're one of his twelve, one of his confidants, one of those disciples. You pick whichever one you'd like, maybe Peter, James, John, I don't know your favorite, but they ask him. Maybe the people are beginning to mill and, and clear away. Jesus has said his peace, and it seems he's, he's not talking anymore. And so people lose interest. They start walking away. Disciples crowd around him. And in verse number nine, his disciples asked him, saying, what might this parable be? And he said, now we're thinking of this theme. The thought for us today in this week is this, how to change a life, how to change lives. Well, it appears, and those of you that have some understanding of this passage, you'd realize that Christ in human form, 100% God and 100% man speaking as God under the auspices of the third part of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, he gives These words that appear in the canon of scripture, and he tells us the parable of the sower and the seed. You want to talk about changing a life. These seeds of the gospel being distributed across the world. Of course, there's application to be made with our gospel tracts and all those things. We'll get to that later in the week. But what I want to draw your attention to is these disciples knew that something of great import had just been communicated to them or maybe in their minds past them or above their heads a little bit. They're asking Jesus, um... Could you put this on the bottom shelf for us? What, what do you mean, Jesus? Please explain to us. If you want to change a life. Now, this is twofold. I want you to get both sides of this coin. There are some of you listening right now that you say, I want to reach a world I want to reach people, not just the masses. I want to reach individuals. I want to help change a life. And I want to do it through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Phenomenal. This will apply to you. But there's probably a greater number of you in this camp that you'd say, I want to change a life, but I want to start with mine. My life isn't what I'd like for it to be. When I look in the mirror, I'm I'm not excessively proud of the person that stares back at me. Maybe you're not a fan of the job that you hold right now. Maybe you'd say, it's a drudgery. I do it because there's a paycheck. Maybe your lifestyle and the way you live, maybe there are parts of it. Maybe there are substances that are abused that you'd say, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I can't seem... To to gain the victory, I can't seem to be delivered. Maybe there are others that would say that the friend group that I have, there are some that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, oh, I shouldn't be around them. How to change a life. May I begin by saying this? You must. This is a requirement. You want to change your life or you want to change others' lives? Let's take a note from the disciples playbook and say this, you must be teachable. You must be willing to be taught. You must be receptive to the investment of one who knows more than you. You say, hold on, it's that simple? You know, it's really difficult To change things when you keep doing things the same way. Who was it that said that that is the very definition of insanity? Doing the same thing again and again and again and expecting a different result. Is there one in your life that you want to see changed? Maybe there's a mother a father, a brother, a sister, one who you're trying to reach with the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ, and you say, I can't seem to get through to them. I'd like for you to join us throughout this week. I believe there'd be some things that the Bible, not me, I'm not putting myself up on some kind of pedestal, but there are some things the Bible can teach us. But I'm guessing there's many among us that would say, There are some things in my life that I've got to change. I'm tired of the same old, same old. Can I encourage you? It's very likely in the same format that you're listening to this program, there will probably be other Bible teachers that come on in the mid-morning, afternoon, evening. That could be a help to you, but you must be teachable. It's very likely if you join us for the remainder of this week on this program, it's very likely that there's something that will be said that if you're teachable, could be a huge help to you. But we must, in and of ourselves, decide. There's a decision point that's required right here. This is more than just one, two, three, repeat after me. I'm not trying to create automatons and robots today. I'd like you to be your own spiritual free agent before God, but you must be teachable. If you want to change your life, join us tomorrow. Have a great day for his glory. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is PO Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated.